we must desire for more of his presence god responds to those who are hungry for him in this first message on the presence of god we share insights on how to enter his presence and what happens as a result of intimacy with god we're getting ready to do our declaration and every sunday before the declaration you know we have a time where we encourage everyone and uh, teach everyone how important the words that we speak are you know the bible very clearly tells us that there is power for life and death in our tongue but this morning i want to draw your attention to the book of matthew chapter 12 verse 36 matthew 12 verse 36 you know in while we do our life you know we just go ahead and talk whatever we want whatever comes to our mind we just go ahead and we blabber we we just talk about it but we do not even think about the impact these words have and that is what i want to talk about this morning in matthew chapter 12 verse 36 we see but i tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken now think about it it's a very scary statement here we have to give an account for every idle word that we are speaking right and this cares me and sometimes i just remember this and i keep my mouth shut so that i don't speak those idle words you know we have to keep this in our mind and there used to be a saying while growing up i've heard this many times you know if you want to know how you are look at your company right look at the people you're hanging out with look at your friends and then we can say something about where you are heading but this morning while i was preparing for this i was just remembering you know if you want to know are you are you really speaking those words that are a blessing and not a curse look at the people who you have maximum access and influence over maybe family maybe friends but just look around look at them are they happy are they doing well are they healthy are they joyful if yes you are doing what you should be doing speaking blessings confirming and affirming the right words at the right time over them because the right word at the right time is like healing to the bones but if not maybe this is a reminder right if they are not happy if they are not doing uh, doing well if they are not uh, doing really good or filled with joy then maybe we need to examine the words that we are speaking maybe they are idle words maybe those words do not mean anything or do not bring a blessing so this morning i just want to encourage you choose to speak blessings over yourself and over others around you and choose not to speak words that will stand as a hindrance to the blessings or be kind to yourself speak the right words encourage yourself and encourage the people god has placed in your life can we all rise up can we hold our bibles in our hand can we go ahead and make our declaration this is god's word this is god speaking to me i am who god says i am i can do what god says i can do I'll become everything God has promised. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm redeemed. I'm blessed. I'm victorious. I'm prosperous. I'm triumphant. I'm a minister of God, a servant of Christ, and a channel of his blessings to many people. I receive his word. I believe his word, and I live by his word. Christ is my master, and to him I am in absolute surrender in Jesus name amen kindly remain standing kindly reach out to the people you don't know just greet them get to know them bless them and then you may be seated some years back around say 10 or 12 years back when mobile phones were making an entry into our city i had a friend who was one of the first people to have a mobile phone so he was he would do things like Uh, before going to sleep say by 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock he will turn it off then go to sleep in the morning he will wake up he will turn it on and then uh, he will use it for some time whenever he wants to make a phone call he will turn it on make a phone call after that he will turn it off now those days we did not know how to use a phone really well but those, these days we know the best practices we know how to keep it in silent mode and all of those things right sometimes when i look at ourselves our prayer life is just like that you know we turn on our prayer mode in the evening we pray then we close that and get on doing with other things maybe in the morning also we spend some time and then we turn off and do other things 
but the lord has really uh, called us into living a life where we are experiencing his presence and his connectivity all the time right he is always available god signals are always available is just a mattering of matter of us receiving it and being connected to him and making it a two way communication you know we talk to him we receive from him we talk to him we receive from him and we are called to be connected to him all the time not just in the evenings when we pray not just during the time where we have decided to spend time with the lord but all the time and that is what we're going to be learning today we're going to look at how we can experience the presence of god more of god how we can experience more of his presence and starting today uh, this month we will be looking at how we can walk in the presence of god now presence of god is already a publication that is available uh, in the, at the book table you can pick up a copy for for yourself and for your friends assures if you have if you're ready with it uh, if anyone wants the book that is the presence of god do we have enough copies okay uh, okay if you if you want one copy you can receive it right now if you're not a book reader but if you want to look at it in your phone or in your digital device please go to this url www.apcwo.org/publications the last book that you see in that page is this book called presence of god so just want to encourage you to um look at that even as uh, we are learning from this and we don't have the ppt but uh, since we have the book available just want to encourage you to access that or get a hold of it we know about moses a man of god who has had great experiences with god i think the books available if you want a copy will you please raise your hand so that they can distribute the book for you okay when they come near you please reach out please take a copy thank you moses was a man who has had great experiences with god we all know how he had the burning bush experience and moses you know according to when uh, what we read in the bible is that he has had at least two experiences we where he spends at least 40 days in the presence of the lord he was he was uh, you know in at a in a mountain and um, um he saw the manifest presence of god in the pillar of fire and cloud he led god's people to the promised land his amazing miracles during the journey he even met god face to face that that's what we see in the book of exodus chapter 19 um and chapter 33 on two occasions he spent 40 days in god's manifest presence without food or any of those things and uh, and god assured moses that angel of his presence will go with his people and he has had so many wonderful experiences with the lord yet the same man moses we see in the book of exodus chapter 33 verse 18 he says lord show me your glory in spite of having great experiences with the lord he still his prayer is lord show me your glory that means he cannot live without it he cannot do without it he cannot perform without it he wants to experience the glory more of his glory much more than what he has experienced before right now think about you and me think about the times when we got saved you know those days were times of refreshing right after we got saved you know we are depending on depending on god for everything we ask the lord lord should i be friends with this person or not should i go there or should i not go there and then we are like even if we are waiting for a bus we are like okay lord will you send a bus and the bus comes we are like wow praise the lord we are waiting for an auto and the auto comes and stops till then the auto guys were not stopping when you wanted right and we have experienced all these times of refreshing all of a sudden then we start becoming mature as a christian and the whole religious way of living life hits on us and we we think that is the way to do life rather than becoming stronger on those times of refreshing on those times we experience god we get into a religious mode of living life and we even forget those times that we had with the lord this morning is this is a wake up call this morning this is a reminder for us to get back to that first love that we had with the lord and build on it you know we keep hearing about visitations of the lord or experiences that people are having with the lord 
And as a church, we are believing that our visitations of the Lord should become a habitation of the Lord. And that is exactly the reason why we are learning about the presence of the Lord. We are not, we are not going to be satisfied with those God moments that we are having, a little bit of His presence. Uh, we see those things happening. And they are wonderful. But we are looking at how we can have this visitations of the Lord, how we can make it a habitation, how we can dwell in it all the time. If you can remember the psalm, the psalm that talks about protection for us, Psalm 91, the psalm starts like this, those who are dwelling or those who are in the shadow of the Almighty. And that, and, and that verse, you know, if you can take verse number one as a, as a conditional verse, the rest of the promises are, depending, are dependent on that verse number one. For those who are dwelling in his presence, for those who are in the shadow of the Almighty, so many promises are given. And that's exactly what we are talking about today. How can we be in the shadow of the Almighty? You know, if you can think about chickens when they are, uh, you know, they have chicklets. The, the chicken, the mother, the mother hen knows how to protect those chicklets. They're always, you know, she's always above them, brooding over them, taking care of them. And, uh, and does not allow anyone to go near those little chicklets, right? And if by mistake, if one of them makes a way out and goes somewhere, gets lost or something, you know, we see that there are birds or things around that are waiting for an opportunity like that to snatch that bird, little bird. But in the presence of the mother, it's impossible. And what we can think about the presence of the Lord or being in the shadow of the Almighty is like that. It is the safest place in, in the whole world. We are in the most safe place. We are under his wings. We are protected by the Lord. We are in the shadow of the Almighty and nothing can touch us. No sickness can be near us. Nothing can affect us or no, no one can steal our peace or our joy. And that is the place which we call the manifest presence of God, the secret place. And that is what we're going to learn about today, how we can be there. Right? And the step number one for that would be becoming hungry for God. More and more hungry for God. We see in the book of Psalms, chapter 27, verse 4 and verse 8. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. We need to be people who are seekers. And Bible also talks about the deer that was panting for water. You know, the deer is tired, running around. The deer really wants to have a sip of water. And the deer is in, intensely hungering and thirsting for a little bit of water. And that's what we see. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Right? And this is the kind of thirst that we should have. And this hunger and thirst should keep us awake at night. You know, we, we, you know if, if by mistake, even if you're waking up in the middle of the night, you know, that time is to, spend, is, is to spend with the Lord. Or you're looking forward to waking up in the morning so you can spend time with the Lord. Or you're looking forward to that time when you can spend, have a real good quality time with your Heavenly Father. We should be hungering and thirsting for it and come out of that automated mode of now it's become evening, I need to pray. Now it's become morning, I need to pray. Rather than that, we should be people who are looking forward to that. We should be people who are hungering and thirsting for his presence. Now, does this hungering and thirsting mean anything for the Lord? You know, one thing we can do is we can hunger and thirst, but is, does God really care about their hunger and thirst? That is what I want to address. Here in the scripture, we see that God responds to those who are hungry for him. He promises to us in the book of Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3 and 4, for I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offspring. They will spring up among the grass like willows by the water coast. So he promises to return or to reciprocate that kind of a desire that we have for the Lord. The Bible also teaches us, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He's just waiting for you and me to take a step in that direction. He will take two steps in the direction that we are. So I just want to encourage you that, to continue desiring the Lord. And as we desire the Lord, he will also come closer to us. We also see in the book of 
Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 the scripture talks about faith having faith because without faith we cannot please the Lord one thing is we can desire the Lord right and the next thing is that we can think that though I really want to know this God so well be in his presence but I don't have that kind of a faith I really don't have that kind of an attitude like I see in some other people I really don't feel like God loves me so much I haven't seen the kind of favor some other people see you know some of these questions may pop up in our mind and we need to deal with it we need to take those thoughts captive and we need to check with the Word of God are they true or not the Bible talks about having a faith that is as little as the mustard seed right at that time you know the smallest particle available or they know about was this mustard seed mustard seed is really small now because of the advances of sciences we can talk about smaller particles but at that time that was the smallest thing and even if your faith is very little that is good enough because with that faith we can please the Lord so can we tell ourselves now that the faith that I have the Bible clearly says it really doesn't matter it may not be very big but even if it is very little that is good enough with that faith we can please the Lord because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him but he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him with whatever little faith we have today right now can we approach the Lord can we tell him Lord I desire you I really want to experience your presence then the question comes how can I enter into his presence how do I enter into his presence and that is what we're going to be learning in detail today how can we walk into his presence how can we continue living in his presence now in order to study this and understand this we are looking at how Moses did this remember the encounters that we learned about this morning that Moses had at least two occasions he was spending 40 days each with the Lord in a mountain and during that time he had access to heaven and he saw how worship real, really happens in heaven and he wanted to create a model of that right here and we can learn this from the scripture and we can adopt some things from there how worship is done in heaven can we also do worship like that here on earth can we learn about it so we're going to be learning about the tabernacle and how uh, the, the tabernacle of Moses and uh, what all what all it had and how worship was done at that time you know while growing up I would hear preachers talk about the tabernacle uh, over a period of 12 sermons and all of it and I found it very difficult and I get off and all that but today we are making it very simple easy to understand you just looking at the tabernacle how worship was done and we're just looking at three things the outer court inner court and the most holy place right we're just looking at uh, how how we can worship the Lord how we can be in his presence and looking at the worship that is done in heaven as a model we are looking at the outer court the inner court and the most holy place right it's very easy to remember right maybe you can think about this in your mind as I'm speaking the outer court the inner court and the most holy place now what is the outer court what does that signify first I'll explain uh, how it was how it is uh, in the scripture and then I'll explain to you how we can practically uh, learn from that how we can practically pray based on that the outer court contained the altar of sacrifice and a bronze laver for water for washing of, of water for washing you know this is a place of ritual cleansing this is a place where they clean themselves this is a place where they perform sacrifices or the priest will perform sacrifices on their behalf that is the outer court and uh, there is an altar of sacrifice there there's a labor of bronze for washing all these things are there second the inner court that is a holy place there is a table of showbread and the lampstand in this place a table of showbread and the lampstand and this is there is also an altar of incense there right this is the place where uh, you know they 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 burn the incense they pray they 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 take part uh, in worship they take part by 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 causing the lamb to burn continually this is the place where it happens and the next place and and between the outer court and the inner court there is a curtain you know there are people who come to worship the lord 
but are only allowed in the outer court. They do not have what it, what it takes to enter into the inner court, right? There is a curtain that divides the outer court and the inner court. And then there is a most holy place. And there is a veil there that separates the inner court and the most holy place. And the most holy place is a place where only the priest, the high priest has access to, and not all the time, sometimes of the year. And he has access to that place, and that is the mercy seat and the ark of the testimony. And this is about, uh, about the outer court, inner court, and the most holy place. And what does it mean to us today? As New Testament believers, as people who are born again, people who are post the cross, worshipping the Lord, what does this mean to us? We see in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 19 to 22, this talks about our spiritual experience entering the true tabernacle. The book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 19 to 22. Therefore, brothers, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us, through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. This is what it means to us as New Testament believers. Because of Jesus and the sacrifice that he has performed, how free it is for us to be in the most holy place, or how free it is for you to worship based on this model today. You know, I, I spoke about the outer court, I spoke about the inner court and the most holy place. Look at the religious systems of the world that is around us today. Even they follow something like this. You know, they do not go to their places of worship without cleaning, cleaning or without taking bath. Or there is even a place outside where they can cleanse, cleanse themselves. Right? And then uh, there are places where uh, they are allowed to go, they are not allowed to go. Some places only a certain set of people are allowed to enter. Right? And today, what a privileged position that you and I have. We don't have to wait for the outer court to open. We don't have to wait for the inner court to open. We don't have to wait for the holy of the holy places to open. It is open for you and me all the time. Every day of the year, 24-7, because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We are not dependent on any priest in the world. We are only dependent on one high priest, that is Jesus Christ. We are, not, we are not required to perform any sacrifices in this world because our sacrifices do not mean anything to the Lord, right? Because he has performed the highest form of sacrifice by allowing his son to die on the cross for you and for me. So we don't have to do anything. We are just allowed to access into the outer court. But we are allowed to go into the inner court. We are allowed to be in the most holy place. Now, how can we do that? How can we experience this? How, what can we learn from this? Now, the outer court is a place of cleansing. Outer court is a place of cleansing. That means outer court is a place where we ask the Lord for forgiveness. Outer court is a place where we get rid of the offenses that we are living with. Outer court is a place where we tell the Lord, Lord, this person has dealt with me very bad and I have loads of unforgiveness. I don't know what to do with it. Right? That is a place to deal with that. That is the place to ask the Lord to cleanse us. That is the place to, to go ahead and make certain sacrifices. Now you may ask me, Brian, what is the kind of sacrifice you're talking about? You know, what sacrifices do I need to make? But let me tell you this. As we are following the Lord, if we truly want to follow the Lord, and if we are living in this world, some of the affections that we have in this world are so strong, it will be so difficult for us to let go of them. We feel like we'll be, our heart is breaking if you want to let go of some of the affections of the world. And this is the sacrifice that I'm talking about. We need to let go of the world because we cannot be in love with the world and be in love with the, the Lord that created us at the same time. Something stands between the world and the Lord. So we need to let go of them. Now that may be painful, that may be personal, that may be bloody, but we need to do that. Right? So just want to encourage you. That is how we have access into the outer court. It is a time where we cleanse ourselves. It is a time where we forgive. It is a time we let go of offenses. It is a time where we choose to love one another or choose to walk in love. It is a place we, we tell the Lord, Lord, on my own I have tried, but I'm giving up. 
it is a place where we come to the lord and tell him lord i have rebelled but i'm sorry about it i want to come out of it right and that is the outer court and that is the that is what we can learn from the tabernacle or how worship is done right now in heaven based on that this is what we can do in the outer court romans chapter 12 verse 1 teaches us i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service this is a place where we give our bodies as a living sacrifice to the lord right and we tell the lord 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 our body is for you and you for our body we want to make our body a living sacrifice for you and that is our reasonable service that we can do for you and this is the place where we cleanse ourselves we sacrifice ourselves where we wash ourselves of the impurities of the life by the word of god and receive that cleansing let go of that evil consciousness by the blood of jesus and this is where a cleansing that happens in our life now we cannot settle just in the outer court you know some sometimes when we pray some of us we pray just by being in the outer court that is our prayer that's it we are done with it we even for, forget that there is an inner court and a most holy place or no one has taught us that we can be there so sometimes our prayers are just the prayers that are made in the outer court lord forgive me cleanse me restore me strengthen me over right but then there is an inner court that we are given access to inner court is a place where we you know outer court and inner court is a place where we perform all our duties as a christian this is a place where we come and we pray to the lord this is the place where we do warfare now some of you may ask me what is warfare this is the place where we exercise our faith this is the place where we tell the lord lord based on your word you have promised me this and i am demanding you that this is the place where we come to the lord and and use the word of god and and use the word of god as because it's a two edged word and we come against some of the things that are standing against us this is the time where we come to the lord and tell him lord i declare that no no weapon formed against me will stand or prosper this is the time where we speak protection over people this is the time where we intercede this is the time where we liberate ourselves this is the time where we fight sicknesses this is the time where we fight uh, the evil plans of the enemy and dispel every powers of darkness this is the inner court all right so i explained to you about the outer court now i'm talking to you about the inner court right and this is where we do things right this is where we perform things and then comes the most holy place the most holy place is a place where we no longer ha- have to perform anything the most holy place is a place where we no longer we have to do anything we no longer have to open our mouth and do that or warfare or any of those things it's all done in the inner court but we are now in the most holy place a most holy place is a place where we are becoming one with christ where we are becoming we we have a union with the lord where we are just still and know that he is lord where we were just standing and we just receiving right we are just receiving from the lord this is the place where we receive the ability to ability of supernatural strength the ability to uh, receive supernatural grace from the lord this is the place where we are filled with skills and strength and ability to do things right and someone who is experienced that you know can experience that forever because that's the best place to be in and we can be in that place forever and we can be led by the lord his thoughts becomes our thoughts our thoughts becomes his thoughts and we have the mind of christ and we have knowledge of things that are around us we flow in the gifts we are filled with uh, the ability to flow in the gifts of the lord and this is a place where we just stop doing everything else and be still and know that he is god and this is the position where he has called us into this is the most holy place where he wants us to have communion with him so this is how worship is done and and while we are in that most holy place we receive intimacy or we go through a time of we having an intimate time with the lord we are intimate with the most high god right now what does this intimacy bring to us intimacy brings the knowledge of him so that we will know him 
That is what we see here in the scripture in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 7 to 11. Philippians chapter 3 verse 7 to 11. But what things were gained to me, I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain the resurrection from the dead. This is a place of confidence. This is a place of boldness. This is a place we receive from the Lord. And from this kind of a uh, state of mind is when uh, Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 121, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because for him, everything is about that intimacy with the Lord. What can intimacy do to us? Intimacy can bring fruitfulness. Intimacy with the Lord can bring fruitfulness because we become the branches which are connected to him. And we will bear fruit by being connected to him. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Because Jesus is the true vine. We are abiding with him and our branches will produce fruitfulness. This is also the secret place. This is a secret place where whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. This is where he shares with us his plans. This is where he shares with you his plans for you. This is where he shares with you his plans for the, for the things that you're praying for, or things that you're asking for, or the timeline that you want to know. This is where he reveals to you. Here we also see in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. This is the place that he has called you and me into. And I'm just remembering what I hear uh, another preacher put it this way. You know, he spoke about while he was, um, uh, you know, he lives in an apartment and some years back, this is what happened. That is what he explains. Um, that there are so many children who will come and ring the bell. Right? They will ring the bell. And by the time he would come and open the door, nobody is there. Children have just ran away. You know, the children are actually playing a prank. And children do that. And he was telling us that this is how some of us pray. You know, we go to the Lord very boldly. And we tell him, Lord, I want you to tell me why is this not happening? I want, you, I want you to tell me when I can see this happen. Or I want an answer for this question that I have. Lord, I want to know, what are you doing about this? We ask him all these questions. And we ring the bell. And by the time he comes and opens the door, we finished our prayer, we have left. But this morning, I want to tell you, there is an outer court. There is an inner court. And then there is a most holy place. Linger on, stay on, and be at that most holy place. Be in the holy of holies, because this is the time where you will become one with your father, one with Christ, and you will receive from him. This is that secret place. This is the place of receiving from him, and you don't have to do anything anymore. You know, some of us, we are always thinking, what can I do for the Lord? You know, can I serve in the church? Can I pray more? Can I join one more Bible study? Can I fast more? We ask these questions because we want to please the Lord. Yes, that's great. Because it is coming out of an attitude of feeling grateful to the Lord. Yes, because he's done so much for you and you want to do something for him. But the secret place is a place where you're no longer required to do anything. It's a place where he invites you to come and just be there. Just be still and know that he is God. This is a plane where you will, place where you will gain strength. This is a place you will gain boldness. You will have courage. You will know what you should be doing with your life, with your time. Where you should be going. And your mind will become his mind. And you will operate in that intimacy. And the Bible promises us that you will also be fruitful by coming into that most holy place. This morning, are you encouraged to learn about the outer court, the inner court, and the most holy place? Right? Our learning should not stop here. 
And that is the reason why we were thinking, you know, it's important to have uh, a demonstration of this or let us experience what we just learned. Can I ask the worship team to come forward and lead us in a time of uh, worship where we are doing exactly this, going through that outer court, right? Outer court is a place where we ask the Lord to cleanse us. It is a place where we let go of things that we need to let go. That is the outer court. It is a place where we, where we let go of offenses, where we ask the Lord for forgiveness. It is a place where we come out of rebellion. It is a place where we just obey, just surrender to the Lord. That is the outer court. Then comes the inner court. Inner court is a place where we pray. Inner court is a place where we adore the Lord. We just praise Him. Inner court is a place where we, where we do intercession. In a court is a place where we employ ourselves in warfare. In a court is a place where we ask the Lord, remind him of the promises he has given you. And you, based on the promises, you pray. You demand of the Lord. You seek him. That is a place where we, uh, how, how we can pray while we are in the inner court. And then comes the most holy place where you don't have to do anything. You are just still and you're knowing that he is God. It is a time, it is a place where he will reveal himself to you. Some of you will see that power come upon you today. Some of you will have visions. Some of you will have dreams. Some of you will see a picture of where the Lord is taking you. Some of you will have a knowledge bubbling up in the inside of you, what the Lord is telling you. Or he is speaking to you about something else. right? And some of you may see things happen in your bodies. So just want to encourage you. Can you take part in this, in this time of worship along with the worship team as they're leading us. Remember the outer court, the inner court, and it does not stop there. Then there is the most holy place. Let me remind all of you, if you are not expecting this, outer court is a place where you ask the Lord for forgiveness, a place of total surrender, where you come to terms with the things that are happening in your life, where you ask the Lord to let go of offenses, Ask the Lord to help you with that. Maybe a time where you ask the Lord for forgiveness. A place of total surrender coming out of rebellion. Then there is an inner court where you pray, where you ask the Lord based on the promises or you engage in warfare. You tell the Lord what you want. You demand, you seek Him and you ask the Lord for questions. You ask the Lord questions or you, you, ex you ask an explanation from the Lord or you ask the Lord to do something for you. And then comes the most holy place where you just be there. Just be still and know that he is God. Can we all rise up? Now if you've been listening to me and you're thinking this in your heart, I haven't heard anything like this before. I cannot even believe that God gives me an access to be in the most holy place. I thought prayer is all about asking Lord to forgive me, asking Lord to bless me. It stops there. But you're telling me today that there is something called the most holy place, the holy of holies. And you're telling me that I have access to it. I thought only a few people have access to it. But today you are telling me that you are a royal priesthood. Even you have access to it. You have access to that place because the veil is taken away. If that is the God that you are serving, you're worshipping, even I want to serve that God. If that is you, if I'm speaking to you, I just want to encourage you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Those of you here, you haven't prayed this prayer, you haven't really asked Jesus to become the single Lord and Master over your life. If you haven't done that ever, can I ask you to consider doing that right now? That is not an easy decision. When you make that decision, you are telling yourself that you will follow Jesus all the days of your life. He will be your only master. That also means some people may turn their back on you. That also means you're signing up for something where you will see that you have to go where the Lord is leading you to go. But it is all worth it. Because the one who is inviting you today, he is faithful he will take care of you. He will strengthen you. He will give you the grace. He will open doors for you and he will protect you. If I'm speaking to you this morning, will you make Jesus the Lord of your life? 
will you repeat this prayer after me and that is how you gain access into that outer court for those of you who need to make jesus the lord of their life will you pray this prayer after me lord jesus i believe you are the son of god i believe you came into this world and you died for my sins on the cross i believe you rose again on the third day and i believe you are living right now jesus forgive me of all my sins make me a new creation make me whiter than snow help me forgive others who have sinned against me jesus i make you my only master my lord and my savior and i am born again if you have prayed this prayer i want to congratulate you and welcome you into the kingdom of god you are a child of god now and i pray that the holy spirit will come and rest upon you and be with you will lead you will guide you will comfort you and strengthen you in the name of jesus i pray amen the rest of us can we continue engaging ourselves in a time of prayer we learned about the outer court the inner court and the most holy place right can we just think about how we can be in that most holy place right now let's pray i'm falling on my
as you are coming to the Lord and asking him to forgive you as you are surrendering you are coming out of that state of rebelling or going against God or speaking against him and as the spirit of the Lord is reminding you as you are doing that I see some of you you feel like you are you feel so light you can sense the presence of God you're able to sense his presence enveloping around you if i'm speaking to you i just want to encourage you continue praying can we just continue worshiping along with the worship team out of court is a place where you come to terms with the lord where you ask him to cleanse you a time of forgiveness a time of letting go but then you come into the inner court where you ask the lord where you demand of him where you pray to him where you remind yourself of the promises on which you are standing you ask him for directions you ask him for answers you ask him to do a miracle i'm just encouraging you right now will you ask him to do something which you know only god can do it may be a miracle it may be a turn around just go ahead and ask him right now can we continue in worship right now so i wait for you so i wait for you we wait so we wait We wait, we wait for you, 
come to us like the rain so we Jesus, I release the glory of God upon you. Receive the glory of the Lord. Receive His strength right now. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Even as you are standing here worshiping the Lord, some of you are sensing that a burden is taken off you, has just left you. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Even as you're standing here, you're experiencing the presence of God like never before. Just want to encourage you, just be soaked in His presence. Be in that secret place. Even as you're standing here, some of you, you're receiving knowledge. Some of you are receiving some words about yourself, about someone who means so much to you. I just want to encourage you to act upon it. Just receive it. Some of you who are standing here, you've been having headaches. Even when you were standing here, you had that. And you're being healed right now. In the name of Jesus, receive that healing. Someone who has a pain in their arm, you're being set free right now. In the name of Jesus, receive that healing. Someone who's having a chest-related ailment, chest-related discomfort receive healing in the name of Jesus you're free in the name of Jesus experience that freedom and healing someone who has been having migraine the Lord is touching you and healing you receive healing in the name of Jesus Someone has told you that you need to take medication for something that you're fighting and you're disturbed about it. And you've been waiting, not been taking medicines, not yet started on the full course. If I'm speaking to you, receive healing in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. That spirit of infirmity is just leaving you. You're being set free and the, the Lord is restoring your joy. Smile at yourself right now and just thank the Lord. 
someone is having a challenge in their feet receive your healing in the name of Jesus that pain and discomfort is just leaving you someone has been complaining about stiffness to the lord receive your healing in the name of Jesus that stiffness has just left you can you just check the stiffness has just left you you are healed in the name of Jesus who is having pain here in the knee and in the ankle be made whole right now receive healing in the name of Jesus be made whole right now the pain is just leaving you receive healing in the name of Jesus someone whose diabetes goes haywire and it throws up big numbers and you're worried about it the lord is touching you and healing you right now receive healing in the name of Jesus be made whole in the name of Jesus some of you the lord is just speaking to you he's showing you pictures and you're able to see where you're heading i just want to confirm to you it is the lord who is speaking to you just be encouraged just be strengthened because you are in that secret place of receiving from him he is not asking you to do anything anymore just receive just be still and know that he is god for those who have experienced a miracle or received an answer in the last few minutes can i encourage you right now will you ask the lord to do more things just go ahead be bold and ask him lord i am expecting something more just expect right now we're going to worship the lord for a couple more minutes someone else here you not been believing what is going on here but something in the inside of you tells you this is the real deal jesus is the real thing i just want to encourage you will you take a step of faith and ask the lord to do something for you will you ask the lord to speak to you will will you ask the lord so that you can experience his presence in the next couple of minutes as we are worshiping and praising the lord let's expect the lord to do more things in our midst as the deer panted for the water so my soul longs Strength, my 
just a few minutes ago while we were worshiping i saw people being set free from something that is something that just makes you feel very low and depressed and you're just sensing a freedom in your spirit right now thank you lord for doing that and i declare that 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 powers of darkness will never return to you i just set you free in the name of jesus those of you who you experience trouble you see nightmares you have fears that you cannot even explain or talk to anyone about you're being set free right now in the name of jesus and some of you are already experiencing that freedom just receive that freedom and i declare they will never come back to you you are set free in the name of jesus you'll be able to be at peace you'll be able to sleep in peace and no fear no fear can come near you because you're set free in the name of jesus i just sense that someone who is always walking into trouble and you yourself have spoken these words what i'm just saying that is somehow you get into trouble the lord has heard your prayer he just set you free in fact you haven't even prayed that today but he is just setting you free you will not walk into trouble and wherever you go you will bring peace and that that old lifestyle is done with you just set free from it in the name of jesus someone who is having a pain in your femur in your thigh receive healing in the name of jesus receive healing the lord just heard your prayer receive healing in the name of jesus the pain is just leaving you and you're being set free father we want to thank you and praise you father for giving us a taste a slice of your heaven right now father we're so grateful to you thank you for what we are just experiencing and father we do not want it to end here we do not want it to stop here but we want to be people who are walking in your presence who are dwelling in the shadow of the almighty every day of our life even as we are walking out of this place father god we want to continue walking in that shadow we want to continue walking in that protection in that place of boldness in that place of peace and joy and protection we just want to continue living there father thank you for what you are doing we just give you thanks we just give you praise and glory and honor in jesus name we pray amen i just want to reach out to you and ask you during this time the last 20 minutes we were spending with the lord where we were trying to experience that most holy place anyone here you felt like that that you felt like that heaviness lifted off you felt like you were in the presence of the lord if that is you can you please raise your hand i just want to confirm that all right can we thank the lord for that if you received a supernatural healing healing in your body where you can clearly testify yes i had that pain i had the stiffness that has just left me if i'm speaking to you can you please raise your hand can we just thank the lord for that praise god thank you thank you thank you and if i was speaking to you where a certain powers of darkness that just left you that was troubling you was bringing fear and trouble upon you you're not even able to be joyful and you felt the lord dealing with you today and he spoke to you and you set free can i see your hand go up praise the lord can i just thank the lord for that thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much can we just pray heavenly father we want to thank you for gifting us that experience for giving us that taste of how it is in heaven father and we are not done with this we want more of you father we want more of you father and we do not want to let go of this father we want to just hold on so tight to you we just want to continue being in your presence continue being in the shadow of you because we know that is the safest place that we can be that is a place of intimacy with you where we can bear fruit we are so grateful to you thank you lord for what you are doing here 
Thank you Lord for what you have done here. We just receive every miracle in the name of Jesus and we seal it in the name of Jesus and this is ours and we're not going to let go of it. In Jesus name we declare this. Amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father and the fellowship and his abiding presence be with you all today and forever. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Have a blessed Sunday, have a blessed week. Please take some time to bless each other during this time of fellowship and thank you so much. Have a great day. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact@apcwo.org. Also visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.